You know what it's time for. It's time for a brand new edition of the Real Sports Talk Show. Like always, I am your host and my co-host, like always. Kevin Rosser. That would be Kevin. So, we got to watch the very first episode of Hard Knocks last week featuring your Cleveland Browns. And episode two does come out tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. So anybody who's trying to catch it, it will be on HBO tomorrow night at 10. And to actually go ahead and start this off, um, I did catch some uh, sports talk on the way into work today. And one of the things that I was kind of laughing about, which if if anybody listens to the fan on the way to work, um, usually you get a good laugh with Ken Carmen. But today was pretty funny because... Peter King tweeted this morning that the Cleveland Browns kind of had, you know, because the Browns do get to pick and choose what goes into the show. If they have something that, rec- that is recorded and the Browns don't like it, they can go ahead and veto it and, you know, say, please don't put this in the show. But according to him, that there was actually going to be a big piece in this next coming episode that releases tomorrow. And no, it was not Corey Coleman getting traded. It was <clears throat> that Todd Haley... Uh, It was just like another one of those group, you know, the coach conversations and that Todd Haley looks directly into the camera and the tweet has already been deleted. But he said um, basically that Todd Haley looks at the camera and says, you know, it's not up to me to put Baker Mayfield at two. Like if it was up to me, basically what he was saying is Baker Mayfield would be our starting quarterback. So. Todd Haley, you know, they, they released that. And then Peter King, you know, everybody's losing their mind about this because they're like, wait a minute here. We have a huge problem going on in Cleveland. The offensive coordinator and the head coach are at 100% complete disagreements. And then he comes out and he says, um, he says, yeah, well, that's my fault. It was used the other day on pro football talk as a joke. And I'm the only one who didn't get the joke. And when he right before he deleted the tweet, he said, removing a note about Todd Haley quote from hard knocks Tuesday, the error or the quote never happened. That's my error. My apologies. So Rosser, after everything kind of got, you know, the, the day kind of started off today and that goes away. So, does it ha- did it happen or was you know was that just a cover up? Uh, I- I'm not sure. I mean, you you look at getting back a bit to the actual first episode of Hard Knocks. One of uh, among other things that we'll touch on in a sec. One of the things that was abundantly clear was that Todd Haley has a very abrasive personality and, and so does Hugh Jackson to an extent you know you're talking that, about the coaching meeting the the, the the coaching meeting that they showed uh towards the latter half of the first episode yeah um, and they got into the argument they got in the argument that was basically along the lines of okay these guys we are don't, soft w- they're soft in in words of one Jarvis Landry um but Hugh Jackson was making the argument okay we we have these analytics that show okay if we work out these guys uh, to a certain extent, after a certain point, they have an incrementally increasing risk of, uh, I believe it was pulling a muscle or something. They get hurt. Something along those lines, getting hurt in in one capacity where they've already been previously injured. And so he was making the point of perhaps uh, easing up on these guys, and and Todd Haley was making the counter-argument along the lines of, well, I, I'm the offense coordinator. I want to get as 
much. He's of not a the book. only one. He was not. There was the running backs coach who said something, mm-hmm. and all Hugh Jackson said was, "Well, I'm the coach. I'm the one who drives this bus. So thanks for the thanks for the input. But it, mm-hmm. you know, if I was sitting, if you guys were sitting in my seat, you would know what I'm saying. But my biggest thing is, how many wins does Hugh Jackson have in his coaching career? Nine. Todd Haley has more than nine career head coaching wins. So I don't know exactly what Hugh Jackson was getting at. If I was Todd Haley, I would have looked into the camera and just laughed at that moment. But that did not happen. Um, But other than the fact that we have to bless him, what else did you pick up from the show? Ah, well, yeah, Jarvis Landry's, you know, highlight piece, you know, aside from the quote-unquote rant that he went on with his receiver group. Just, just overall, his his attitude throughout the entire episode was was very positive, very constructive, and, and one that we haven't really seen in in a very public form for a Kenny, Browns player. Kenny Britt was very in a public form about being happy that he got signed to a lot of money and is doing nothing. That was, he was happy. Yeah, but it's. It's constructive because he Jarvis Landry is the exact opposite of Kenny Britt in this case, where he wants to put his money where his mouth right. is. Right, Kenny Britt really was a loser. His way. Right, and and the the other one, the other player that caught my eye and obviously caught HBO's eye. That's why they gave him quite a big segment. Uh, was Christian Kirksey? I could have went without the drums. That was the, like the whole drum, and they were showing like the highlights with the drum. That was just that was kind of one of the dead points. Like I actually looked down at my phone. I was bored at that point. It, it was, it, but the but rest it, of it was cool. It was a character building moment. It was, but it was, it, just, it was, it was dumb. still filler it was, nonetheless. It was dead. But it was the, dead. The main part that I was glad to see was his whole why mantra, where he was trying right, to get his right. his teammates to say, okay. What is your why? Why are you here? Why are you playing football? And to tape it above your bed so that's the first thing you see in the morning and the last thing you see at night. And I think that was powerful. And yes, it is somewhat simple in its delivery, but it's the fact that he's one of the leaders of this very young defense, very young team as a whole, and seeing him step up and trying to take this team by the reins and really do something this season and beyond. It's really good to see as a Browns fan my entire life. We really haven't seen a whole lot of players come through. I mean, you look at Joe Thomas, obviously. Um, there haven't been a whole lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball uh, to really uh, take this team under their wing, even though they're only in the league for a couple of years, as Kirksey has been. Um but to just basically say, okay, I'm going to want you guys to rally behind me and really let's let's try and make something special. And that's what I really like seeing as a whole with the whole Hard Knock special. Um, and I'm glad to see what could possibly happen in episode two now. Is now after the, the, the first show ended, one, what is your prediction, prediction? Because I came out of the show thinking these guys are going to go 11 and 5. And is Jarvis Landry now your favorite player? Uh, he's definitely up there. I I still love Josh Gordon. I, I really hope <laughs> he comes back soon. Perhaps there's going to be some more uh, talks. with Some insight. Some, some yeah. more insight uh, with that situation in the next episode. Uh, I really do love Christian Kirksey. I, okay. I love what I've seen 
so far from Baker Mayfield, his passion and that whole segment with the RV. And if if Brogan does not make the 53-man roster, he won't. I, I, I know there's a very, very small chance he will. We're not carrying four quarterbacks. But just the whole the whole segment of you know him stocking the fridge or the RV and just going through everything, it, it was very entertaining. Now before we end, I have two last things to hit on. Um, we one of the things that caught my eye, and I don't know. I, I know a couple people did. You know they called in, and I heard this, um, but I did notice there was no Jimmy Haslam, there was no D Haslam. And one of the things that it was I that I would like to say that it was really nice was they did kind of not hint at, but in, in now that you know with social media and the way it is today, it, it kind of shed some light on it that Josh Gordon is just not here because of Hard Knocks. If Hard Knocks was not here, Josh Gordon would be here. That's probably and, true. And I 100% – and, we, you know, we can touch on some other stuff. And if you catch our next show, that's going to be um, all about uh, the next episode. It's going to be about uh, the next game, which is on Friday. And we're going to touch on some of the Antonio Callaway situation, stuff like that. But just to go ahead and talk about Josh Gordon being there before we end this, does, does this affect – you know what your view is because i know when they first said josh gordon will not be in camp everybody said oh god you know he's back on the shits every you know this is all going to go bad we lost josh gordon and then you know boom you know a week in we already lost uh we traded coleman and callaway gets a you know gets pulled over so we thought everything was going bad and it turns out josh gordon uh, he really is just not he just doesn't want to be here with the cameras and I think it's a good move. I, I yeah, I, you obviously want to see one of your star players in camp getting in rhythm, especially with two new quarterbacks that are going to be battling it out. Um, but it, it's all about his mental health, his physical health too, because he, he's. If you've seen any videos of him, he's still working out. You don't have to worry about that. He's not just lounging around in a therapist chair, just talking out his feelings. No, he he's still get in the workouts he's doing everything he can physically to be ready for the season and mentally as well and uh kudos for him for having the maturity to realize that no, the, not this, many people would do this yeah correct you know uh, uh, it, some, it takes a man some other guys might want to you know be in front of the camera and say oh it might be good for them to be in the spotlight so that there's more pressure on them but for for josh to realize that that situation would not be the case for him that it, it would just uh set him back e- e- even further than the it, progress it that he's for made sure takes a grown man to do what he it, that is a grown man move to fully step away from the team because you know that it is best for you it's best for the team and it's best for your own career because this is this is his last chance if he ever wants to play in the nfl he cannot screw up this chance that he has now Mm-mm. And pretty soon, I think we're going to be adding Antonio Callaway into that same discussion. But, you know, that we'll save that for a later time. But for right now, the Browns are 1-0 in preseason. The first episode is already done of Hard Knocks with the second one airing tomorrow night at 10 o'clock on HBO. And once again, we are still left with wanting more. We want more of the preseason. I already wish that the second game was tonight, but it's not. It's on Friday, so we have a whole week to wait. But 
I don't know about you, but I woke up on Sunday. I woke up yesterday on, in in the morning, and I really had an urge to watch some Cleveland Browns football on a Sunday afternoon for the first time in since uh, what, two thousand seven, two thousand ten, something like that. So yeah. it, it's nice to get some playoff football, maybe back in Cleveland that's, that's, to get some good football in the air in Cleveland to make it actually worth. You know, waking up on a Sunday and actually setting your lineup if you have Cleveland Browns players in it, it's going to be nice. So, we do have a lot of things in the works, guys. Don't miss anything that's going to be airing soon. We continue to follow our Twitter and Instagram. We post stuff on there all the time, and we try to keep everything going. We try to keep the fans interacted. We try to keep everybody in Cleveland up to date on everything that is going on. Foise does a hell of a job with everything that he's been doing. We always shout out Foise, but that's just because we have to. I mean, the guy, he does a hell of a job. So We don't know what we're doing editing-wise. No, no. we barely know what we're doing on here. So for Foise to take time out of his day and do what he's doing, uh, we are very grateful for what he's doing. So shout out to Foise. He is our producer. Um, But Rosser, anything? Final goodbyes as we end uh, the recap of the – uh, Cleveland Browns, Hard Knocks, episode uh, one. I'm going to set the over-under at the Corey Coleman uh, expletives. I think when, he finds out, when he finds out he gets traded in episode two, uh, I think the over-under for expletives during that segment will be probably three and a half. And I'm going to take the over on that okay. for sure. I think it's going to be funny. I can't wait. I can't wait. But... We'll find out tomorrow night at 10 o'clock on HBO, Hard Knocks, Episode 2 of the Cleveland Browns.